I've lost my mojo and in this episode I'm going to tell you what I did to get it back. So if you're feeling fed up, lost direction, maybe you're feeling stuck in a situation, then this episode is for you because by the end of it you're going to have some strategies that you can implement right now so that you feel excited for what you do again. here from Huga in the early years. So I've just come back from the most amazing leaf keeping trip to rural Ontario, Montebello and Montremblant. And the timing of our break was perfect after all the excitement and fabulous feedback following our Huga in early years online conference. I think all the work leading up to the event had left me happy but also completely exhausted. So filling my heart and lungs with some nature was just what I needed. Slow mornings, drinking coffee on the balcony, watching the sunrise, eating maple syrup drizzled pancakes, and then heading to the national parks of Canada to take on an exhilarating hike. I would stop to notice all the wildlife around us and the beautiful autumn colours. Our evenings were often spent in the simplest of ways, next to a roaring fire, enjoying crackers and cheese and some locally made raspberry and pepper jelly with our crackers and a nice glass of red wine. It really was good for the soul. And I thought that when I got back from my holiday and transitioned back into work, I would be feeling so refreshed, so focused and ready to go again. But actually, this didn't happen. This was not the case at all. And when I got back on the Monday afternoon from my trip, not only did I have terrible jet lag that I just felt completely exhausted, but I also had a really bad ear infection as well. And this just seemed to drain all of my energy that I had. And I'm not sure if it was feeling poorly along with the jet lag, but I also noticed a change in my mental well-being as well. So I felt quite overwhelmed at the fact I had so much work to catch up on after being away on holiday, replying to direct messages and emails, just feeling like I didn't have the energy or the time or the want to do this. And then feeling that way of like oh I'm not serving my people properly and I'm letting you all down um so that wasn't good and then I just felt like I had a bit of a comparison syndrome going on so I was looking at what other people in my industry are doing people doing the same role as me watching what they were doing on social media and just thinking oh I'm just not as good as them I'll never be as good as them they've got so many wonderful ideas and oh am I just being silly trying to do what I'm doing and just really speaking to myself in an unkind way and putting myself down which then seemed to lead to a lack of focus so I knew that I had loads of work to do I knew I had lots to catch up on after being away but I had a lack of focus of knowing where to start and what to do next. I think before I went on holiday, it was great because I had the conference that I was building up to and that was so exciting for the few months before it. But then it felt like a little bit of a come down afterwards. And I don't know, I just, I just felt like I lacked focus. So what did I do? What did I do to get my passion back? 
because I really do feel lucky that I do a job that I feel so passionate and excited about most days. Um, and so to feel this level of disfocus and overwhelm was not like me and I, I looked inside myself to try and understand why and try and unpick what was going on. And I realised that while I'd been away on holiday, I'd actually stopped journaling and writing down my daily gratitude list. So I made sure I got my journal back out again and I invested time in it each morning thinking about why I was grateful, what I was so happy with, even the smallest of things. Even if it was the fact I did still feel dreadful, but I had a nice cozy bed to lay in. I was grateful for that. Or my nice mug of honey and lemon tea um, that I knew would just help get me better. Um, I think as well, um, I wasn't getting outside as much as I had been doing in the past. The weather when I returned to England was just dreadful. It was raining nonstop, high winds, you know, that kind of autumn weather, which isn't really desirable and you just don't want to spend time in it for too long. Um, so I had to try and think of other ways that I could embrace nature. So um, I started trying to make my surroundings nicer. Um, lighting some lovely autumn scented candles. I got my pine cones and acorns out, I made some nice candle trays with these on. I set up a lovely cozy area of the living room with some nice blankets and throws so I could curl up here and just try and get myself better. I decided to stop following people on social media that made me feel stressed or didn't feel like sunshine. People that were doing the same job as me that always felt like they were showing off about things, which they probably weren't. It was probably just my interpretation of it, but it was stressing me out. So I stopped following them and yeah, I, I feel so much better now because I can choose when I want to look at their pages. I can choose when I want to see how well they're doing. I don't have to do it each day. And so if you're struggling with comparison syndrome and you're constantly thinking about your job and how you're doing in comparison to other people, other teachers, other early educators, then take some time to stop following them or create another account for yourself on Instagram, maybe a personal account or an education account so that you can separate the two off and you're not having to go on your phone when you want to take a look at your friend's wedding photographs um, and see all your work pictures as well, if that stresses you out. So yeah, just think about how you manage that and how you manage the interactions of, um, of people around you as well. Another thing that I did was I started saying no. I think it's so tempting to say yes to everything to try and squeeze in as much as we possibly can into our time. I get asked to do so many different charity events and I want to please, I want to say yes because I want to help. But I know it's not possible to say yes to all of them. So now I'm learning to say no. And it's difficult, but it's helping and people understand. I now have decided to have a charity of the year, which this year is the Charity Mind, which helps mental health. And that's what I will focus my charity work on this year. And now I don't have to feel guilty about saying no to other events. What else have I done? Um, 
So I've started using positive affirmations again and mantras to help me with my um, optimism and having a better mindset. I've also been using my essential oils. Um, I've got some great ones for helping with your energy levels. I find that wild orange is so good for just perking you up and making you have a rush of energy and helps me get jobs done when I need to do them. So there are a few little things that I tried and I think if you're really feeling stuck, you're feeling like you've got no focus at the moment, why don't you give some of them a go? And if you're really not feeling like you have the energy to do your work, to do your job, especially on an evening when you're tired after a busy day at work, then rest and relax. Don't feel guilty for switching your favourite TV programme on at eight o'clock on an evening and watching it or getting a book out. Make that time for you and I promise you that in the long run, that bigger investment in self-care will pay off because that's what I did. I invested in me and there were days when I probably should have worked but I didn't and now I feel better, now I feel recharged, now I've got my focus back again and I'm ready to go. I'm ready to work on all those things that I want to and I feel excited again, I've got that passion to do it. So I think it's just about doing some self-discovery again, spending some time working on you and then you will come back and you will have that passion and if not, then spend some time discovering what you love in life because maybe it isn't early education. Maybe your love in life is actually, oh, I don't know, crocheting. And maybe you're, you're getting lost and you could actually be spending your time doing a crocheting um, workshop on an evening and earning your money through a skill that you love doing instead of teaching.